This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. This is Hal. And this is Melanie. And we want to welcome you to another episode of Making Biblical Family Life Practical. We're coming to you from the beautiful early spring of southern Illinois, where we are visiting with some good friends of ours, and we're going to introduce them in a minute. What do you mean, beautiful early spring? I did not see one leaf, not one flower. I don't think spring has gotten here yet. Well, the witch hazel's blooming. That counts, doesn't it? I didn't it? see any witch hazel. Where did you see witch hazel? In Missouri. I count? saw some in North Carolina. Uh, well. It's early spring in North Carolina, except now we're experiencing fourth winter okay. as we got snow again. All right. Okay. We're, we're coming to you from the beautiful late March of Southern <laughs> Illinois, however you want to characterize it. Anyway, um, spring, are, please come spring. We're in between conferences. We just finished up Teach Them Diligently in Rogers, Arkansas. Great weekend there. And then next week, of course, is the Resurrection Sunday, but the week after that, We'll be at Teach Them Diligently in Atlanta. That's right. And Where so, it will be spring. There actually there will be unmistakable spring in Atlanta. Y'all, spring is my favorite yeah. favorite yeah. season of the year. Okay. And I am getting pretty bummed at this constant breaking of my heart mm-hmm. by the cold weather coming back. Mm-hmm. It's killing me. I need spring. Okay, well, okay. we'll pray the Lord sends it. Well, okay. We're going to be talking about something really practical today. Yep. We're going to be talking about... How in the world does it actually work to work together, husband and wife? Because, you know, mm-hmm. I remember, okay, now I grew up in an entrepreneurial family. Okay. And then I decided I wanted to get away from that because I didn't, didn't want the stress of it. Ha, ha, ha. Uh-huh, so we got involved right. in the corporate life. and yeah, Because that's of all not, the security. That's yes. Not, right. And that's not stressful at all. No. <laughs> so, anyway, we're back to being entrepreneurs. But I remember in the early days, people talking a lot about, we want to bring dad home to work. Well, people we still talk about it a business, lot. Right? I mean, we hear a lot about that. A lot of moms in particular we hear from that say, say we just have this vision of my husband coming home from his corporate job and, and working out of our home and being around our family all day. And we'll do something together as a, a family business endeavor. And, and I think that's a worthwhile aspiration. Oh, I love working with you, sure. Oh, well, I love it too. I love but, having you home. You know, sometimes we drive down the road and he'll say, I'm at work today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it is a blast. And one of the things I found out is that being an entrepreneur means that you work three jobs and you don't have as much money and you still love every minute of it. And yes. that's, that's when you know that you have really arrived. So, at any rate, we are with some friends of ours who are serial entrepreneurs and are doing all sorts of interesting things. And we were just having a great conversation just off the air and thought, hey, we ought to record this and share it with our friends out, uh, out in podcast land. So let's introduce Larry and Sue Pruitt. As I said, they are multiple entrepreneurs. How do you want to characterize yourselves right now? Well, we don't sell any cereal, so no, I don't no. think that we are cereal. Okay, no, no. So, okay. But yeah, we are unemployable at this stage. <laughs> That's I, another I, way of describing an entrepreneur. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Most definitely, and we have been working together. We actually worked together the first year we were married in the same office in right. corporate world, mm-hmm. and uh, then five years ago, Larry came home from his day job, and we started working together full-time then, and... 
Yeah, that's a good way to look at it. Serial entrepreneurs, we do a lot of different stuff. So, yeah. so yeah. some of the things that the Pruitts have done is they've had a homeschool bookstore. Well, that's where and, we met them at first at the HEAV convention in Richmond mm -hmm. several right. years ago. I think about 2012, I think that was. That's correct. Yeah, that we were across right. yeah. the aisle from each other. Yeah. I remember that. Mm -hmm. And Sue is known as the Charlotte Mason girl. She <laughs> talks about Charlotte Mason homeschooling. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. And they are, what I think is really awesome is they're, Amazon sellers, and they know a lot about that. They work with Jim Cochran and mm -hmm. the Proven Amazon course and My Silent Team. Mm -hmm. yeah. And they just know a lot about business, and they've really got it together, whether they think so or not. <laughs> and so we're going to make know, it look good. I remember when Hal first came home. Mm -hmm. And Hal and I have always been best friends. We were best friends long before we were married. That's a good foundation, we find. But it was awkward. Because I had my way of doing things that I was used to being in charge during the day. Mm -hmm. And I felt like he gummed up the works a little bit, which really shocked me. Yes. Because I did not expect that at all. But I think you also had some unspoken expectations that now that I was home, that I would take care of things that you had been doing before, like getting oh, yeah. all the children up. Yes, and like that kind the of children thing. out of bed. Boy, that was a... And so that there, was a that was a hassle. Yeah. So did, that was did, a problem. Did, did you two find that to be the case when <laughs> when Larry is home now and suddenly mom is no longer running the entire circus during the day? Well, you know, what was really funny was that um, <clears throat> as we got started, when we made the decision that Larry was going to come home, the way we decided to do it was that I started the Amazon business and I mm -hmm. started that ball rolling. And so I was doing that at the same time I was homeschooling the kids while Larry was working crazy hours at work. And so we had about six months of that, and then Larry came home. And I thought, oh, yes, it's going to be cupcakes and butterflies now. You know, it's going to be awesome. <laughs> we did the hard part, and now he's home, and now it's going to be amazing. Uh -huh. But I found that, yes, I had expectations that I had not voiced. And I had, I still had in my head, I'm still running the show here in the household, and oh, isn't it great Larry's here, so when I have something I need to say to him, I can just pop into his office, say it to him, turn around and leave, and then go back to my day. And what I discovered was he a lot of times wanted to, like, talk back to me. <laughs> oh, some business <laughs> ideas, yeah. It's a great time to actually discuss it, yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah, so that was a little bit of a, like, an adjustment I needed to make was, like, oh, yeah, we get to actually have discussions, and sometimes we're going to have them when I haven't really planned to have the discussion. Mm -hmm. So. Well, and then another thing about it is I remember a really interesting discussion that we had on that couch right over there where she just she just said to me i am breaking right now i can't keep doing all of these different business activities and continue to take care of the kids and homeschool and such and and that was a wake-up call for me because mm -hmm. i was thinking that okay yeah we need to to divvy up the responsibilities a little bit differently here so that she can <clears throat> keep her sanity <laughs> as yeah. well as mm -hmm. run this business together so well, I think we, I think you and I both married very capable wives. Yes. And and yes. these women will gather up all sorts of things that they can use their talents on. And sometimes we we look at it and we're problem solvers, so we say, "Oh, great, she's got that covered." And we don't realize she's just overloaded herself, and we need to take the burden off. Right. Yes. And and that's that's the thing that has to be communicated. And unfortunately, I was not clued into that though. I mean, mm -hmm. I didn't I didn't see it happening. Whenever she talked about it, all of a sudden. I was like, yeah, I, I knew exactly what she was talking about, and um, 
but as guys, sometimes we can be a little bit clueless as to what's going on emotionally right. with our with right. our wife. So that was a good wake up. And my problem is that sometimes I would. I had these expectations, didn't voice them until I lost it. Mm-hmm. You know, like Hell alluded to the getting the kids up in the morning thing. Mm-hmm. I just assumed, since we were getting up together, that Hal would tell the kids to get up because it felt weird to me with him up there with me for me to be beating the, the drums saying, okay, everybody, get up. It's time to get going. Yeah. Time to get downstairs. Yeah, because for the years just previous to this transition, I'd been working for a utility company and and typically, I was getting up at four thirty in the morning, and that's not their time for rising up, you know. So I would get up, get myself on the road. I'm I'm gone out of the house before they even get up in them. So I just that just wasn't part of my normal routine. And how did not um, force them to get out of the bed? <laughs> and I felt like it was torpedoing my day. Mm-hmm. Because everybody's dragging down at different hours. We couldn't get devotions together. We couldn't get school doing. Mm-hmm. And I really resented it. And, you know, I can remember pitching a fit about it. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah. I was like, oh, I'm sorry, you know. And, right. But what it took me forever to realize that Hal's heart wasn't in it. Mm-hmm. That if I wanted the kids to get up, I needed to get the kids up myself. Mm-hmm. You know? <clears throat> Well, I think that's something, I mean, that touches on something right away. You know, I think that we, I think that we counsel young couples as they are considering marriage, that they try to get all of those expectations out on the table, that they really think through, what do you expect from married life? Who's going to take out the trash? Who's going to handle the checkbook? You know, we have those kind of discussions, you know, in premarital counseling, but I think you have to have the same kind of discussion. Okay, we're going to make this major change in our family life, you know, is mom going to continue to do all of the homeschooling, or does she want dad to pick up some of it, or maybe not? Or you know, those are things that we just have to sort of surface and work through, probably before we make the big jump. Yeah, you know, we probably ought to have some pre-business meetings mm-hmm. and right. talk about talk about the responsibilities because often, like you guys, you started your business, we started ours after you know Hal had made a transition. We'd done something at home already right before we got into our current ministry business mm-hmm. but you you started it before Larry came home that would be kind of hard I, in a way it's easier you've already got it going mm-hmm. but in a way I would think it'd be hard because it's your business yeah and now dad's home how do you transition that off yeah it was really interesting and and when he came home I just saw it as oh great I get to dump it all in his lap <laughs> and then and he was not totally up to speed. He didn't really know how to do all the things that I knew how to do that I had been doing for a few months already in the business. So Mm -hmm. I had to spend some time training him on some of those things and pointing him to some of the trainings I had taken that had helped me uh, because we had taken the PAC, the Proven Amazon course. And and, uh, then as I saw, he, he was trying to take that in and he was trying to get a handle on what were some of the additional things he wanted to do. And as he, I saw him not really having time to do some things, so I wanted to jump in and help. You know, I wanted to be the supportive wife, you know, yes. and say, oh, I'll do that for you, I'll do that for you. And, and it was a few months in before I realized I had said, oh, I'll do that a few too many times. <laughs> Yes. And realized, and that's when I had to go to him and say, I I use that word, I am breaking. Something has to give because yeah. I cannot keep this up. And that, well, one of the big things that we've recognized throughout this time is that we both have our own skill sets. We're, yeah. we're both right. good at certain things. 
And Sue is really good at starting things. And then the mm-hmm. details come along. Yes. <laughs> I hate right. details. I hate details, too. And that's where I come into play. And so it, it actually works out well for her to start a business model or whatever, mm-hmm. and then for me to come along and pick it up and, and kind of take it from there. But we didn't recognize that at the beginning. So she was just mired down in those details, and that was not her skill set. It's not where she was comfortable. Right. And it wasn't working for Mm-mm. any from either of us. And no, it was the, hurting uh, the business. Right. Oh, yeah. because I was well, see, that's like us with our writing styles. You know, that our, our writing is very seamless by the time we, we publish it, but, you know, I'm the kind of guy that wants to sit down and put together an outline with all the subpoints, <laughs> yes. and I'm the researcher and the guy that puts the footnotes at the bottom. I yes. can't handle that she, stuff. She, that's not her, but what she does is she puts a life into it. She brings in the stories. She knows how to touch people's hearts, and so we kind of have to come at the topic you know both of us taking turns it's like you know she puts out all of this wonderful golden stuff but i think oh, it's not really organized and so i'm rearranging it a little bit <laughs> yeah and, you know trying to put it in shape so we both are working at it well i think that's one of the critical things of making this work as husband and wife is figuring out what people are who is good at what right mm-hmm. because you know it took us a long long time to figure out that i'm just not good at some things that Hal's just not good at some things. Mm-hmm. And in fact, you know, we just recently hired someone to help us with something because yeah, we yeah. realized one of us doesn't have time and the other one is no good at it. Yeah. You know? Right. Yeah, and, so. What, what that's, that's really important. And you've got to, but you've got to be careful how you express that to each other. Yes. Yeah, yes. because it's, mm-hmm. it's easy to make the other person feel like a worthless failure mm-hmm. if you're not careful. Right. You have mm-hmm. to remember that first you're married. Yes. Yeah. Before your business partners. And it's more important that the marriage succeed than the business. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And in the business world, you know, my background, if somebody was doing something wrong, you just kind of point blank told them that. And now it's just a little bit different. <laughs> yeah. Because you've got to sleep next yes. to that person. And I'm going to make your dinner tonight. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, okay. Now, you mentioned lack of time. Let me ask this, Okay. We've still got all of the stuff that we were doing before we became entrepreneurs. Right. You know, we're still homeschooling kids. We're still raising young ones. We've still got church responsibilities and community and stuff. How do you budget time? Or do you budget time? Or do you structure it in any, any particular way? Or is it kind of free-flowing from day to day? I think Larry probably structures his time a little bit more than I do. And this is a conversation we've just had recently that mm-hmm. we... I probably need to structure my time a little bit better because it doesn't matter what I'm doing, there's always something else pulling at me. Yes. When I am teaching the kids, I'm thinking about some business activity I should be doing. When I'm doing the business activity, I'm remembering the pile of laundry I have. And when I'm doing the laundry, I'm remembering it's time to fix dinner. So (laughs) That is the hardest part of being an entrepreneur for me Mm -hmm. because I, I never entirely feel like I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Well, mm-hmm. maybe when I'm on stage and I'm there by contract. Yes. But, you know, yeah. Yeah. you know, I'm always thinking I really maybe ought to be doing this. And mm-hmm. that, that's hard. But, you know, let's talk about that some more after we take just a moment to thank our sponsors. Okay. So we'll be right back. Just stay with us. Okay. 
from LD Entertainment comes the miracle season. Without their star player, West Volleyball suffered another defeat. After the tragic death of volleyball star Caroline Found, West High School's remaining team players must work together in hope of winning the state championship. I told you to win for a line. If we want to show how much we miss her, we should just play with joy. Based on the inspiring true story. Time to take him down. The miracle season. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Now playing. More information is available at MiracleSeason.movie. Okay, so we're talking about time management in the entrepreneurial structure here at home, okay? And I, I am trying to fence off some hours for you yes. for homeschooling to say, I'm not going to pop into the family room and say, I had this brilliant <laughs> idea, oh, and, and interrupt your, and your homeschooling. there goes school. <laughs> yes, because... You because we have, well, I love it. I yes. love what we do, and our kids love what we do. So if you pop in with an idea, we're all on the idea, and there's no school left because the kids would just as soon leave the school behind some days. I wish they could just get a high school diploma for working in the business because everybody gets so involved in stuff. But I have to say, okay, I'm not gonna, I'm not going to um, bless you with business brilliance until after lunch at least, since you've right. got the, an unbroken morning. You can concentrate with the kids, and maybe they can avoid it. But you can't lose the idea either. No. You know, one right. thing that has helped us and. It would help us more if I remembered to use it more. Mm -hmm. um, Trello. Trello.com mm -hmm. is a Kanban system uh, where you can put up cards, and it's free for small groups like us. Uh -huh. You can put up cards with your task and checklist and things online so that you can all access it. You can all access mm -hmm. the same boards. I didn't even know about this. That's oh. better than all those <laughs> sticky notes all over my office. Well, it's well, very, you know, it's, it's like, online sticky it's a, notes. That's yeah. exactly what it is. It's online sticky notes, and it's just. It kind of grew out of a manufacturing process that the Japanese developed, but um, I, I know that a lot of the programming shops, like we have a son who's a an IT guru, and the the software development shops use this kind of tool to kind of track who's working on what task at what time, so that you don't duplicate efforts, so that you don't forget, you know, leave something behind because oh, I thought somebody else was, and uh, and so that's. But I mean, it, there's there's different ways you can do that. Oh yeah. Yeah, you just have to find something to be able to track who's supposed to do what when, mm -hmm. right. and to make sure that you to make sure that you have a way of pushing the urgent aside to take care of the important. Yes. That's yeah. it, totally. That's it, totally. And one of the things that Larry and I have done is we have divvied up. We do have some things that are really divvied up. Like he said, he's the detail guy, so when it comes down to doing details and techie stuff and all that, I'm like, I just need to let him do it. There are times, tech doesn't like me, there are times that I think this is a very simple task, I can do this, and I get started and I make a disaster of it, and I've learned, I just don't touch it, I just let Larry do it. Uh, and then w the other thing that we've decided is that I am the one who likes to be out meeting people, right. I enjoy talking to new people, I enjoy, you know, this is how we find clients for one of our businesses, and I'm the face of the business, that's just how it has worked out the best for us, because the th when I go out and get involved with groups of people and do networking events and stuff, I am thriving, that gives, that energizes me. Mm -hmm. Larry comes home from something like that, and he right. is like, 
just done for the rest of the day. You know, he has to go stare at a wall for a while. Right. So go look at a spreadsheet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's comforting somehow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and so we do have some things that are very definitive. If there, if if it falls in this column, it's Sue's. If it falls in that column, it's Larry's. Some things we don't have defined so clearly. We're working on that. Right. Um, but one of the, you know there. I think this kind of falls into that. One of the things that we have done in the aspect of saying our marriage is going to survive no matter what, the business can fail, uh, and the way that we keep the marriage relationship first, Mm -hmm. even as we're doing business stuff, is we've done something, we call it, we've given each other veto power, and so we each have a 51% vote. Mm -hmm. And uh, so when we're making a decision about what's the next thing we're going to do, you know, should we start this new venture? Should we expand something this way? Should we contract something that way? Whatever it is that we're going to do, we both have the power to say no to it. Either Mm -hmm. one of us can do it. Now, we don't abuse that by any means. And I don't say no just because I'm mad at him about something or (laughs) anything like that. But um, it protects our marriage relationship. And we know... The other one's not going to go off and do something that we think is totally crazy, and they're not going to ignore us. So that has been very helpful to our marriage relationship within the business relationship. One thing that's helped us is, and it started not because of business, but because I had insomnia, is our 10 p.m. rule. Oh, yes. You know, after after 10 p.m., we do not talk about real life, Mm -hmm. period. And it's really had to be all of real life, period, because it... You know, Hal thinks in little blocks, mm-hmm. and so he can bring up something, you know, related. He can say something about, I don't know, about math in general or chemistry in general, and, and I feel guilty about school. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Because yeah. it's all interconnected in my mind. Right. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. we just don't talk about business or ministry or school or really any real life mm-hmm. after 10 o'clock because... I have to be able to shut my brain down. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because otherwise, Hal will share an idea or mention something, and he... Yeah, because I just don't want to forget it. I want to make sure somebody's heard it besides me. And then you toss and turn for what? 10? Probably 10, 20 seconds or more. I mean, it's incredible (laughs) that just that disturbance it is. And then meanwhile, I'm flipping and flopping all night like a rotisserie chicken Mm -hmm. that somebody's left in the oven too long. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I can't sleep. But really, that's helped us because... That generally happens before we even go upstairs. Mm-hmm. And so when we go upstairs and we're in our room, it's mm-hmm. no school, mm-hmm. no ministry, no business. It's us. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll just say something else that we have done has really helped us, I think. And again, we're still working through all this, but, mm-hmm. but we get a way to plan together. And we used to do that once a year. And it was just a time of dreaming together and also setting plans. We'd get our calendar out and everything. And we've learned that we need that really quarterly and maybe mm-hmm. even monthly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we tried it one time here at home and sent the kids away somewhere. And Sue's up getting caught up on the laundry and I'm out cleaning the garage. And yeah. like, okay, that did not work out. <laughs> yeah. So we decided we need to actually get away to do this and set aside a dedicated amount of time. One overnight is good. Two overnights is even better. Yes. And so that you can, you know, we still talk about the kids. We still talk about family, but we try to focus in on business Mm -hmm. and really schedule things out. As You know, of course, it's a loose schedule, but it's roughly we're going to be doing this in April and this in May and what needs to be done leading up to that and such. 
Yeah, no, we, one thing we do as a family, because, it, I mean, our family, it, all of our family is swept into the vortex, okay? <laughs> so one of the things we do is every year at, um, at, at New Year's, the New Year's Eve, we have kind of a year in review, and it's, it's, some of it's business and some of it's, you know, family review, and then on New Year's Day, we have kind of like the second section, and we talk about, well, what are we going to do with this next year? We have a family brainstorming okay. session mm-hmm. on New Year's idea. Day. It's a blast. Yeah. The kids will travel to be there. Wow. Yeah, yeah we have adult children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And because they just love it. You know, the energy, the excitement yes. is everybody's coming up with ideas. And mm-hmm. sometimes we come up with ideas and we don't follow through on them. But a lot of the new things we've done started on New Year's Day. Wow. Mm-hmm. You know, something that we were just discussing before we before we started recording is, is just that it it kind of came as a surprise to me how much, even if you are business partners living together, working from your home, maybe just on the on the opposite sides of the same wall, you still have to make an effort to communicate. Yes. yes. Do you find that to be the case? Very much. Yes. And there are things that sometimes it'll be like, did you really say that to me? I don't mm-hmm. think that you did say that to yeah, me. Yeah, right. But yeah. she'll say, I did say that to you, and you agreed with me. <laughs> uh, we've never had that conversation, have we, Hal? <laughs> uh, gosh, did that happen today? I don't think. Yeah, I think so. But, yeah. 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 And, so, and that's something that, you know, again, an illustration that we think sometimes that we can leave the harbor and set the sails and we'll land in Portugal in, in due time. But you have to continually adjust. You have to continually evaluate the weather and the circumstances change, you know, nothing is static. And we can't just, you know, aim at a target and it'll fly straight. We're going to have to fly this thing. And, right. and I'm finding that with our, with our business, I'm finding it with our marriage, I'm finding it with our parenting, that everything is changing and growing and modifying, you know, the ground underneath our feet is, is moving. Something that I've had to learn with regard to communication is that I have to keep in mind that this is my beloved. Mm-hmm. Because I'm really driven, I'm a type A personality, and I can focus on what needs to happen and get really torqued when it doesn't, you know, mm-hmm. and I have to remember, you know what, this is the man I love above all others. This is my best friend, and I need to not just say what pops into my mind, but to make sure that he understands how much I love and respect him, mm-hmm. regardless of what I'm going to say. Exactly, and that's something that, um, you know, we have, we've said it this way, we've, we've said when, we, when there's an issue, and sometimes we see it as the problem, and especially if we're having a disagreement over this, we have to, we sometimes will remind ourselves, when I'm disagreeing with Larry, that doesn't make him the enemy. The enemy is the issue or the problem, yes. and rather than fighting yes. him, I need to be shoulder to shoulder with him fighting the problem. Yes. You know, we are side by side. Side by side. Fighting the issue or, you know, solving the problem, whatever it is. But the problem is the problem. Larry's not the problem. We're exactly. always on the same team. Yes. 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 Right. Absolutely. Okay. Mm-hmm. So so maybe it's a matter of defining the problem. Say, the problem is, you know, a certain task needs to be done. Mm-hmm. The problem is not, and you didn't do it. Exactly. But rather, yes. okay, if, if this if this has to be done, if you're not going to do it or you can't do it for some reason, we need to find another solution. Right. Mm-hmm. You know. Yes. Or a decision needs to be made, mm-hmm. and there are 
two or maybe more possibilities on this mm -hmm. decision. Mm -hmm. And you're taking one position, I'm taking the other position. We need to talk our way through this in a civil way yes. and right. come to an agreement so that we're both on board with this decision moving forward. Right. And if not, then we don't do it. And that's where that 51% comes in until the other person is convinced of it. We're not going to do it. There was an opportunity, another business opportunity that, mm -hmm. that Sue came to me with about a year and a half ago maybe. And I thought it was the craziest, dumbest idea I've ever heard. And I just kind of listened to her and that. nodded. Mm -hmm. And I just thought, this will go away. And it didn't go away. And she came back to me a second time. Again, very respectfully. I think that was so important how she approached me. And because I do love Sue so much and because I know that she's a smart lady and mm -hmm. I know that she's a good business person as well, I thought the third time I thought maybe I should take a closer listen to what she's talking about here. Mm -hmm. And then we, we came to a decision on it that we were going to invest a certain amount of money into this business idea. And I thought... And time. And time, right. Mm -hmm. And really what I thought was I know that I've made bad business decisions that have cost us more than this amount of money. It was right. a very small amount of money. Mm -hmm. And thought we'll just try this and see how it goes and then, then it'll go away. Yes. But it's something she enjoys doing. She's jumped into it and has done well with it. And now I'm thinking, that was a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we've got, we've got stories like that too. I mean, I, I came up with this stupid idea several years ago that we ought to write a book. She thought <laughs> yes. I was crazy. I did. I and, thought and, was that, crazy. and that launched the whole ministry, mm -hmm. you know. And since that time, you've come up to me with some of the craziest, dumbest ideas and the most and, and the most unexpected stuff and I finally just give up arguing and and they've been great successes and I just have to say, okay, so yeah. You know, one thing I want to say is that, you know, the word of God tells us that wives that it says see to it that you respect your husbands mm -hmm. and that, and that wives should be submissive to their husbands. I don't want people to to misunderstand and think we're just throwing that out the window. Yeah. But rather, when you're working together and you're harnessed together in business, it's so important that you listen to each other mm -hmm. and that you are on the same page. And I really respect that about you, Hal, mm -hmm. is that you don't proceed in our business unless the two of us have agreement. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, and... You know, it just makes it way easier to function together as a team. And that yeah. doesn't mean that you're not the head of our house. Yeah, and it doesn't mean if I, if I ask for your input, that doesn't mean I'm asking for your permission. Right. But I want, yes. to know, I want to know what God puts in your heart and what I want to reap the benefits of your gifts exactly. for the benefit of our family and the ministry. Because we sh just like we also have that relationship, we also have the relationship of brother and sister in Christ mm -hmm. where we're to right. submit to one another and we're to be as iron sharpens iron. Right. Mm -hmm. So, okay. you know, I, th I think that figuring all that out is difficult to navigate, but it's worthwhile. It's worth it. Mm -hmm. Because I love working with you, Al. Mm -hmm. Oh, this is great. It's I, a blast. And, you know, I think it's a worthwhile goal in, you know, recognizing the things we've been talking about. That you're going to have to communicate. You're going to have to be upfront about expectations. You're going to have to identify expectations that you may feel but have never really put into words mm -hmm. yes and and recognize that you know that you are going to continually be adjusting and changing and modifying and growing and sometimes shutting things down and sometimes growing up new things yeah. because that's just you know and a business is is sort of an organic thing isn't yeah. it yeah. Yeah. and so one of the things i want to point out with this is yeah. You know, these major decisions, they require a lot of communication, a lot of input. But then we also 
we each have responsibilities, and within that, then we have the freedom to make these little daily decisions yes. on our own. Mm -hmm. And so we're not micromanaging each other throughout the day yeah. with our different responsibilities. Mm -hmm. And that has helped us a lot as well. It's helped us tremendously. And, you know, you alluded, Melanie, just a moment ago to the importance of still being the respectful wife, still being a submissive wife, still being playing you know being in that wifely role all the time even as we're in a business partner role with our husbands and you know that was something that for first of all for me it was a challenge to figure out how do I speak my mind without coming across as disrespectful because right. in my own mind I'm pretty snarky yeah <laughs> so I've learned to just shut my mouth a lot of times I'm super forceful you know and yeah it's, it's been a challenge yeah yeah but, but, but I want your input. Yes. I want you to be honest. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And if it comes across a little bit snarky, that's okay. I can yeah. deal with that. And you he know? does. He deals with it very well. And, you know, but that's the cool thing about it is that I believe that you can be a strong woman and still be in a biblical, biblical role as a wife. Yes, mm -hmm. absolutely. Yeah. And oh, yeah. I, I appreciate how that you value my intelligence and my ability mm -hmm. and that that doesn't threaten you. Mm -hmm. And I think that it's important to figure those things out as you're figuring out business. We are about out of time, but mm -hmm. this has been wonderful talking to you guys. Mm -hmm. Oh, we've enjoyed we've it blast. so much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so tell us, how can people get in touch with you in your multifarious business doings? You've got a website. Yes, the best way is on our website. It's ancientpathsweb.com. Ancient Paths Web. We'll put that on the show page. And do you have a store name on Amazon where they can look for your products? It's our store name is Pruco, P-R-U-C-O. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. All right, great. And well, they can also find you in my silent team group on Facebook. You can friend, yeah, we're on Facebook by our own names, Sue Pruitt and Larry Pruitt. We're in the my silent team group. We're in a few other groups that we have going. And uh, But finding us individually on Facebook is probably a great way to get in touch with us if you just want to chat. Sure, and yeah. we'll put a link on the um on the show page for the Proven Amazon course because yes, absolutely. that we found that useful too. So much so. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I, I got to just want to say this in, in closing. You know, I think that I didn't set out to be an entrepreneur. I didn't think I'd be running a business from home. Um, but I have seen an awful lot of benefits in our relationship since we started down this path because mm -hmm. there's not this compartmentalization of our of our lives like they right. used to be that right. I get up in the morning and I go away to some black box and I come back and there's this part of my life that I'm not really sharing much with you because mm -hmm. you don't have information I don't and you know and you're you're doing everything home and I don't get to see it and you know now I feel like we are in these things together and I truly do feel that partnership is, is something that God has ordained and it has really blessed our children yes having you there has been fantastic for our kids Al. Mm -hmm. And particularly our sons. Okay. So, all right. Well, we're Hal and Melanie Young. You can find us at RaisingRealMen.com. And please go head out to iTunes. Give us a review on iTunes for the podcast. Mm -hmm. If you'd like to become a regular supporter, you can go to Patreon.com slash Hal and Melanie. Mm -hmm. Or you can make a one-time donation at RaisingRealMen.com. In our shop, scroll down to support Raising Real Men. Okay. And so we've been talking with Larry and Sue Pruitt of Pruco and other business ventures about the blessings of being a family entrepreneur. And we want to thank you for listening. We appreciate the time you've invested and hope you'll join us again as we talk about taking biblical principles into the 21st century family. Until then, I'm Hal. And I'm Melanie. Thanks for listening. Bye, y'all. You've been listening to Making Biblical Family Life Practical with Hal and Melanie Young. 
If you found this program interesting, challenging, and encouraging, why not join us on the web at howlandmelanie.com. That's H-A-L-A-N-D-M-E-L-A-N-I-E.com. Or follow us on social media. You can find us on Facebook at Facebook slash Melanie or Facebook.com slash Raising Real Men. This program is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Join us next week when we'll be back to talk about making biblical family life practical. Until then, thank you and God bless you for listening. <laughs>